Welcome to the Surreal Style Experience, where I discuss all things related to confidence and style. So many people don't even realize why they struggle with confidence. And that realization can really feel like an uphill battle. But right here, in this virtual space, the goal is to help supply tools to help you live your most confident and stylish life one step at a time. Hi, I'm Courtney Smith, certified personal stylist with an educational background in psychology and fashion. Obviously, I'm a huge advocate for mental health and believe that style is so much more than meets the eye. Welcome to this safe space. Today, I'm talking to you about a topic that's very near and dear to my heart. It's something I never realized was a thing, until I reflected on my own style journey and what I've learned simply by working in the style industry. One thing I want to note is although I have a bachelor's degree in psychology, I'm not a licensed therapist. However, I know the power of healing through style to be true and believe it's worth exploring within yourself. I'm going to start off with a little story about yours truly and end with some fantastic advice and something to practice with yourself no matter what stage in life you are in. I grew up in a small city in West Virginia called Charleston. I went to the schools in a district that was deemed to be preppy and the rich kids school. There are two things to mention before going into the story that are vital pieces of the story. One, I never resonated with the term preppy and I myself did not come from a rich family but happened to live in this said district. Now, my parents both came from different backgrounds. My dad was from a very tiny country town and a very Christian background, while my mom grew up in living in different cities and came from a more well-to-do family with also a Christian upbringing. While both of their backgrounds seemed very different, they both shared the value on modesty when dressing in a more proper way of dressing. Now, I did as I was told as a little girl and wore what I was told to wear. Then, throughout the years, the schools and friends I grew to know and love started continuing to influence on how I dressed. I mentioned in episode two how I started to really start experimenting with my style in junior high, which is seventh grade, when I was growing up, that is. (laughs) Now, as you know, the early teen years can be rough, and trying to find my identity was challenging, I've always been a pop, um, very much a people pleaser. So not only did I have societal standards and family expectations to try and, you know, quote unquote meet, but I also had to muster up anything I had left to really figure out what my own standards were. I grew up in the early nineties and remember vividly in the seventh grade girls bathroom, there was this girl that walked in Um, dressed in extremely wide leg baggy skater girl jeans. Her hair was dyed black, probably using manic panic, if you all know what that is. Um, She had brown roots from it growing out, and I remember seeing her reapplying her eyeliner in the mirror. It was just on her lower lid and really thick and heavy, and she looked at me and asked if I had a cigarette. I remember thinking, wow, this girl thinks I'm cool enough to look like I would have a cigarette? I, of course, didn't because I was 13, and that was totally unheard of in my little world. She left that bathroom, and I stood there feeling inspired. I thought, wow, I want to feel as free as she felt and have an I-don't-give-a-damn attitude about what people think. 
I remember trying to dabble in her style very minimally, of course. But again, that style is, that age is tough. And you could easily be targeted as being a poser. And I didn't want that either. So I stuck to the style that was deemed safe. Now, I still dressed in ways that I felt worked for me. And there were a lot of times that my little teenage soul wanted so badly to be part of the theater kid world because of the way they dressed and did their hair and makeup. But I was far from anything theater material. So I stuck to the being a cheerleader and dabbling in sports that I wasn't good at because my friends did them, so I did. Fast forward to high school and I started experimenting with trendy clothes and I believe I was labeled more of the trendy dresser. But to be honest, I still wasn't dressing exactly how I wanted to because of my family's standards and now I was part of a certain clique in school. Sure, there were times that I would change in the school bathroom when I got to school and sneak and wear things that I wasn't allowed to, but I still held back from wearing a more edgy style that was more heavily rocker inspired because honestly, at that time just wouldn't have made sense to anyone. Fast forward to college. I went in and out of college between the years of 2001 and 2005. I was a little behind graduating at the same time as my high school graduating class because I really didn't know what I wanted to do in life. I had ideas, but I let others' influence talk me out of it. But good news, people. Who you hear talking today has been on the fast track of going for my dreams and not playing it safe anymore like I used to. I moved away on my own to a small town in West Virginia called Vienna to finish college at a tiny school. I was 23 at the time, now going to a college with a lot of recent high school graduates at a Christian small college. I didn't live on campus or anything, but I was still in an environment of what seemed to be sheltered young people. Now, since I had some college classes under my belt, I ended up graduating, graduating with a class of people just a few years younger than me, so I didn't feel terribly old like I thought I was going to feel. Um, so I did take full advantage of moving to a small town where no one knew me. I started dressing in ways that I'd always wanted to. Sure, I still had those people-pleasing qualities, and depending on who I was dating at the time may have influenced how far I went with experimenting. But it wasn't until I met my husband, who was the type of guy I had always been drawn to, picture that 7th grade girl bathroom moment, where he was more of the skater boy style. If you were a fan of the show Daria, he was my real-life Trent Lane that I just loved so much. After another horrible dating match at the time, I finally ended up dating a guy that, one, never thought I could land based off his personal style, and then two, that loved and embraced my creative personality and experimental style. Come to find out, he actually had gone through his own style journey that a lot of dudes just don't tend to talk about. Now, I know what some of you might be thinking, and I've had similar thoughts about myself. Why would you rely on a guy's view to let you dress or not dress a certain way? The answer is simple. I didn't know any better, and that was just who I was at the time. I now have the ability to reflect back on those moments and be proud of who I have become and how far removed I feel from that insecure person I was. Yes, it sounds like it took a guy for me to see it and help me get there, but there were many other factors along the way through positive style moments with other women along the way that were always Team Courtney, but I had my own healing journey that unfortunately heavily surrounded the acceptance around the male species. But your girl got there. You see, my husband is literally my best friend and has felt that day felt that way from day one. I 
have always felt 100% comfortable to be who I am with him, and he has embraced me and my all-over-the-place style and me dissecting what I call style blocks every step of the way. Now, this does not always have to be, you know, uh, a mate that has you see this. It can be just the right friends. And I had really great right friends, but my husband was the person that did this for me. So, so yes, I am lucky to have him for that. He felt like home to me. The home I always needed with feeling comfortable with who I was inside and out. And what I always seemed to shelter from so many others in fear of disappointing their standards. Okay, <clears throat> let's move on to you. What I have learned with not only myself but others is that we tend to have style blocks. And these are blocks we put up that keep us from achieving our style dream goals. Sometimes these are blocks we put there ourselves, thinking we couldn't pull something off because of our personality. Remember the girl in the seventh grade bathroom? Or society's awful standards on how we view our bodies. And then things like our friends and family's influence. I like to use the example of the scene in the movie Mean Girls, where the group of popular girls are looking in the mirror and tearing themselves apart together in the mirror. The new girl grew up in a different culture where the teenage girls didn't do that. And when she didn't jump in and start tearing herself down, the girls looked at her in a judgmental way like, why aren't you complaining about something with your looks or body? What a powerful moment in that movie. It shows that we face different learned behaviors and what I call second degree style blocks. <laughs> we hear and see things all the time that can influence the way we see ourselves. I saw it all the time working in retail fitting rooms growing up. Females would tear themselves apart and obsess over number sizes. They still do. I could see and feel the hurt they would put on themselves. I remember leaving work sometimes and would think to myself, how could I help people feel better about themselves? I started taking the fitting room experiences as a retail worker very seriously over the years because I could see transformations happen with how people would start to see themselves after helping them in the fitting room and shedding some light on things. Sometimes just telling that person that an item runs small was literally all that encouragement they needed to move up to a size, like that permission and not have any judgment with it. And then they'd fall in love with that item. Now, I would usually need to still reassure them that, yes, I promise it ran small. So then they didn't feel a certain way about buying a bigger size. But it proved to me and them that when you wear a properly fitted garment, it looks better. You feel better. There were countless things I'd hear throughout my years in retail. My mom told me I looked bigger in print, so I stick to solids. Or, I have cankles, so I, wear, I don't wear this style of pant. Oh, I don't wear yellow because it washes me out. I could probably write a chapter book on all the things I have heard over the years from people that not only were damaging for them, but also limiting their style options. What I want to encourage you to think about today is what are some of the things you have heard over your lifetime that has influenced your style both negatively and positively? Yes, I have focused on the negative way things can influence your style identity today, but there are some positive things that can happen too, such as someone complimenting you in a certain color, or man, your butt looked amazing in those jeans, <laughs> or how you felt twirling around and dancing in that dress when you were a little girl. I want to encourage you to start a little style journal. Do an experiment and journal the way you feel in your clothing every day for a week. What did you learn about yourself? 
Did you have a lot of negative or positive feelings? No matter how you felt, it's okay to feel the way that you do. And if you want to make some changes, that's exciting. As I always say, style is a journey. And you don't have to stay the same all the time. You're never too young, never too old to experiment with your style. You are on no one's timeline but your own. So start having fun today. I actually have a session that is dedicated to exploring this whole part of your style during a four-week period of time. And I help guide you through this. So if you feel you need that guidance, I'm here for you. Remember, I offer free style consultations to see if it's even something you really need in your life. But no matter what, you can always count on me over here in your corner cheering you on. Just picture me in my cheerleader uniform back in junior high, but you know, little alterations like a little leather jacket and maybe a few tattoos mixed in. Either way, just know that there is someone in this world on your side rooting for you. And I wanna hear all about your journey if you decide to journal. So make sure and reach out. I would love to hear from you and have an awesome week. If you find that you're lacking inspiration or not feeling confident in your clothing anymore, Hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok under at Surreal Style with Courtney, or visit my website, surrealstylewithcourtney.com, and let's connect.